Paranormal Fridays. Join Angel and Mike. Let us twist your ear for a moment and share some quality time together talking about the passionate topics within the paranormal spectrum. A loose, fun approach to learn and relate to all our childlike wonderments of the beautiful mysteries of the paranormal. And now, I welcome you all to this Paranormal Friday. Hey, welcome, beautiful people, to another episode of Paranormal Fridays. I'm your co-host, Mike Walker. And I'm Angel Thacker. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be here today. Um, Mike is such a fun co-host with me, and we always talk about fun topics. So today, Mike, what are we talking about today, man? Didn't we, well, are we having some fun paranormal people yeah, talk? It has to do with paranormal. <laughs> so... It's paranormal I think I know groups. Say paranormal and activities. Yeah. Okay. So I thought it'd be cool from from my um, participation. I'm gonna kind of talk about the paranormal groups and um, ghost hunters and things like that. That's popular. What are you gonna talk about today? Well, we're gonna talk about it together, of course. But what are you yeah. gonna talk about today? Yeah. So when when you brought that subject up, I I thought of the uh, the UFO side of it, of course, and the whole CE five, the whole close encounters of the fifth kind. And the fifth kind is different because I remember being a little kid. I went to go see you know Steven Spielberg and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. So, um, and I believe In Search of was still on. So we went through this kind of social education of what the first, second, and third kind was, and about. 25 years ago, the fourth kind made a, you know, there's a movie and then everybody's talking about the fourth kind. What, what is the fifth kind? Or maybe you want to take us through one, two, three, four, five. You know what? Um, I was going to look that up because I really, I'm not really turned on by all that stuff. I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's just, not categorizing. On by, what? you don't like yeah. the categorizing. I, oh, wait I a minute. I'm going to sit back. Let me sit back for okay. a minute. I I'm sorry. Hear, I want to hear this. No, I want to get comfortable. I got my hot chocolate here at my whipped cream right. and my marshmallows. I'm going to, because this is fascinating to me um, because um, I agree with you in a lot of ways because I, I get shot at with categories and stuff. And it's like, when you live it, you're kind of rolling your eyes like, okay, who who thought of that? And why do we have to have categories? Why can't we just talk about the experience, Right. Right. I mean, you know, it's like, what's going to happen next? You know, you're taking a bath and an alien falls into the bathtub. And now that's a, you know, that's a bubble experience of the 12th kind. You know, I mean, I mean, where is it ever going to end? Oh, God, that's you, hilarious. You know, I'll definitely I'll definitely call you next time I'm taking a bubble bath and the alien falls into it so I can know <laughs> where it's, it's list. Yeah, you know, you're not going to know what to do or which direction to go until you figure out, you know, which close encounter is this? I think this is going to be about a 6.5, I believe. 6.5, but... yeah. The 6.5, yeah. So, I mean, you know, well, I love close encounters. The fifth kind is 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 a group of 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 paranormal ex people getting together UFO ex uh, you know trying to trying to conjure basically a, a UFO so you got a group of people that go out camping on a on a little two three three night oh you God. know ret retreat go to maybe you know maybe a UFO hotspot somewhere up in Sedona or up in the mountains somewhere and they all get together and and basically uh, it's Dr. Stephen Greer is the one that pretty much 
put it on the map, really. He began it all. Um, although I'm sure there was groups of people going out, you know, trying to conjure UFOs. Um, but they're basically meditating. They do a lot of meditating, which is which is interesting <laughs> in the contrast of uh, what you're going to be talking about. Uh, <laughs> a little less meditating no going on, right? No meditating happening. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just my, have a... <laughs> I just have a little so, bit of an issue with with labeling all these different. Wait a minute. Huh. I need to step back for a minute. Wait, okay. I'm to step back for a second. I have a couple questions. And so the first question I have, because you know I'm always going to ask this question, is like, aren't they? Isn't it intimidating or a little scary to be sitting up on a mountain in the middle of the night, looking up the sky, wishing for a UFO to show up? What if you know ever? Worry about it showing up and landing, and then it's like the day the Earth stood still. A dude walks out and is like. Take me to your leader. I come. I come in peace, and then there you are, having that close encounter of six point five. Is that something that occurs, or are they really, really wanting that? Um, are they? Is there a little bit of trepidation in the concept? Just, just curious. Your friends are there. You know what yeah. I mean. Uh, to me, uh, even growing up, if I had, you know, my baby sister you know, still in a diaper, if she's sleeping in her crib in my dark room, I'm not scared of the dark because my little sister's in there. You know, I know it sounds silly. It's not like she can jump out of the crib and, and stick up for me. But just the fact that there's another person there uh, seems, you know, and so if you get a bunch of people together up there on the hill, yeah, everyone's pretty gung-ho about, you know, hopefully uh, capturing some evidence or, or having an experience. Um, and some some people they'll go into it, you know, maybe not sure exactly what they're gonna get. And I'm sure that there's some that did get scared, you know, that do get scared, no matter how many people are around, you know. Yeah, it's 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 a it's an interesting concept, and so I think that that's the fifth kind, if you think about it, because it's not about them making. Yes. It's not about them making contact with us. It's about pulling them to us. Yeah. That's another thing. Saying an invitation, I'm, saying, making a phone call, saying, hey, do you want to come over and visit? Right. It's like I would way be more interested in the message they had for me when they went out of their way to Ooh. find me. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather versus me and a bunch of my punk friends go to the <laughs> go to the top of the Hayward Hill over here and and you know just i would i wouldn't be as in, sure that's going to be exciting i would do it who am i kidding i would do it i would love to do any of these paranormal say, events i was gonna say stop lying to me you know yeah you i would i would love to do it i haven't done gulp. <laughs> and my big gulp yep it's yes. on the way <laughs> that is but it's so interesting to me that um you know i've seen some of these groups i watch a lot of the the um the paranormal stuff ancient aliens i see a lot of these people and i get in contact with a lot of people because of the nature of what i do and i listen i go to the conventions but you know there's a part of me that says in the middle of the night you know i don't go ghost hunting in cemeteries with less than five people in the crew in the middle of the night because that's when shenanigans happen you know right. that that's, that's when stuff is going to happen and then you're going there with the intent of wanting something to happen. And so there's this saying from way back in the day, be careful what you wish for, right? Oh yeah. It's like that scene in Indiana Jones, which is one of my favorite scenes in movies, 
when he's captured in the very first one, he's captured and they're tied up the thing and he closes his eyes. He tells a girl, whatever you do, don't open your eyes. And then all the stuff comes out of the ark because right. it's the ark of the covenant and, you know, the angels turn the demons and blah, all the stuff happens. And it's like, be careful what you wish for. Do you really want to see it? And that's what always sits for me is to the people that are doing it, are they truly um, curious in a, in a, in a place of integrity or are they just looking for the spicy thing? They're just looking for the coolness. They're just trying to be like, what did you call them? Your punk, <laughs> your, yeah, punk, your punk friends. friends yeah. yeah. They just want to be there to say they were there versus the people who are really curious. So what I like about the group you talk about, because these sound like the people that are really curious, they're not, and, but you can tell, I don't know anything about them, but it, it sounds like you know they get up there they meditate when you meditate you're accessing a whole different part of spirit and yourself and there's a different um energy around people i don't see a lot of ghost hunters meditating before they go into right yeah so (laughs) it's interesting it's interesting to me but i i get you the categorizing it's too um you know it's like we don't know enough yeah We we don't know enough that's the best thing to say so I, I respect I respect that position because it's like we have to have laws. We have to have a process. I mean, this is this one and this one and this one. Where did yours fit in? What if yours doesn't quite fit in? You it's, know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's with what we're looking at here and what we're talking about here is answering the most asked question. You know, what what is the most asked question? And you know, and and, and that's is there life after death? Number one. Number two, are we alone? Are we the only ones out here, you know, in the cosmos? You know, that's that's two of the most popular questions. So I'm not surprised that there's so many different groups of, of paranormal investigators. You know, we're watching our favorite show today. You know, you 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 are too ghost adventure. I was. I, I I will I will admit. You know, I have a guilty pleasure, and that guilty pleasure <laughs> is I watch Ghost Adventures um, because I started watching it um, out of curiosity, and I was always annoyed because you know just you know yeah the early shows. Mike and I, Mike and I used to work together. Uh, some time ago in the same place and I every once in a while we'd have these moments to talk about our curiosities and I was like ah oh, show <laughs> remember yeah. oh, it goes show, show yourself <laughs> like, they're, they're so obnoxious and they're so defiant and as a medium and a spiritual practitioner there is a conversation it's not about what I've been taught it's about what I've experienced and what the spirit has has shown me is like energy responds to energy and kind, you know, opposite and and the same. So if you are in a room, you go to the to the slaughterhouse, I don't know, whatever the thing is, and there's a dark presence there because the people that you engaged with to get the booking said there is evil here. And you go there and you you know you confirm the evilness because you did research on the building and you know, helter skelter took place in this place, and it's like the doorway to hell. And then you hear noises, and then you challenge this dark demonic force. I don't know if people are aware of what can spill at you if you do that, if you truly are in that space. 
And so some people are real with it. There's so many paranormal groups now um, because of the of the popularity on 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 the television that people are just getting together with their friends and say we're spiritual hunters or we are ghost hunters or we're paranormal investigators. And they're just Joe and Bob and Sam who bought some cool equipment on some website and they just started going around looking at stuff and they don't realize um, what the dangers are. There's another cool show I like. It's um, Paranormal Caught on Tape, Caught on Camera, where they yeah. show stuff and they'll often show people in other parts of the world where they're like, my name's Mike and I'm a paranormal investigator. And then they walks into some dilapidated house and some crazy thing happens. They take off running because they're not prepared. Right. Like for me, I would never go to a haunted space by myself with a camera just to see if it's haunted. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't do that only not just because it can be scary because, you know, I don't, I don't like to be overly scared. I, I will admit that fully, but there's things that you have to do. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a shaman, I'm a medium. I've gone with people and blessed the space and, you know, brought in the light. You have to have somebody with you that knows how to help you manage the energy. That's why it gets, that's why it drives me crazy. <laughs> That's the only reason it drives me crazy. And you can and take something home. Yeah. I that, mean, you know, dude, so I mean, you're going to have you know, a hard lesson there. So a lot you of people. You live at home. You got a spouse. You got some some kids that live with you. And you walk in the house. You bring, sacred you know, space. demons. Blah, 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 you, taught, you. you taught me that. And you so got to have your sacred yeah, you space. Have to, you have to have your sacred space. You have to. I When I work with clients, I explain to them, like, you know, you watch the old movies where they talk about the things to keep vampires out. So that they come to your door and they can't come in unless you invite them. You have to really anoint your space in some kind of way to make sure whatever happens that you can't bring it in with you. And if you don't know how to do that, you go find somebody that knows how to do that for you. If your plan is to go out and just challenge, yeah. challenge, not just see if they're there, but challenge them. <laughs> that's to, to me, that's so crazy. And that's just me. So I don't, you know, if you're out there and that's what you do, I would love to hear from you. And I'm not insulting you. I'm just trying to understand. Um, I'm trying to understand if it's purposeful because it what it's what needs to be done or if it's what the stations think will generate more viewers because it's interesting. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and I have a feeling that a lot of people start off with the best of intentions and uh, just like everything else, you know, you start mm -hmm. getting a little, a little less you, you know, if the more that you take, I guess, you know, like as soon as you start. As soon as you, yeah, I was gonna say this to you as you're talking because it's like. And you correct me if I'm wrong. And then I'd like you to talk about the group more because I'm really fascinated by the, the, but what's his name? The doctor's name? Uh, uh, Stephen Greer. Stephen Greer. So in my imagination, I would think that when he put this group together, that he and his founding members or his longtime connections had sat down and had a conversation of what it's going to look like. And then what if we do conjure, what, uh. you know, like they had a conversation about it. And they're taking responsibility for it. So, for example, if you say, Angel, we need to go join this, that they got to talk to me to let me know what the potential, what could happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what's going on? So I don't act stupid or I don't.
do things that are going to interfere with what they're trying to do. And then my gosh, what if we do conjure and the angel looks up, look, you know, <laughs> because yeah. she's not fair. That's my imagination. So I don't know if that's right, but I know that he's a, a very credible individual. Yeah. So I'm assuming that that's something that happens. Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't seen like uh, uh, a, uh, a take uh, of 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 a group that that's gone out and 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 actually has captured anything that uh, dramatic, you know what I mean? Um, and you know, UFOs are still behind ghosts, uh, so to speak. Um, <laughs> even when I'm watching my favorite show, uh, Ghost Adventures, there was a part where uh, Jay is locked up in a cell for a few hours and he starts hallucinating a little bit and he was almost embarrassed to bring up what he had a vision of and he went ahead and did it anyway and he, and he told uh he told everybody that uh, he had a vision of a gray alien that was standing next to him in the jail cell and you should see their eyes roll and you know these guys you know ghost hunters you know they're giving jay a hard time because he's just bringing up the fact that he had like a vision of an alien, a little gray alien, and they they continued to give him a hard time about it by joking, you know, lightly joking about UFOs and stuff. But it's like, really, aren't aren't you aren't we all on the same team with that whole, you know? I think that they might very well all share a very, uh, very thin layer of the electromagnetic spectrum, you know. Every, right. you know. So funny. It's such a good point. You know, I um. My husband, um, Jerry, he's a uh, um, he's a skeptic, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when I start talking about my stuff, at some point he starts to roll his eyes. You know, he's like, oh. and especially ghosts. He's like, oh, oh yeah. No, yeah. he just goes. But talk about Sasquatch and see what he says. He's like, oh, Bigfoot man, and blah blah blah. Loves Bigfoot, and I'm like, you're like, how can you? sit here and watch all the Bigfoot shows and laugh at me because I want to watch Ghost Adventures. I don't understand. And it's the same thing you're saying. It's like the paranormal, we don't have a whole lot of people. All we have is each other. The least we could do is support each other. Yeah. You just lock the guy in a room. Another thing they do that I have, that I struggle with. They locked him <laughs> in the room. One of the episodes, why did lock me in and take the camera? Like, oh my God. They locked him in a room and he had a visitation of some kind with somebody, some entity. And they showed them, him, whatever they showed him. And he's explaining it to him to them and what you're saying is they're like dude would you stop being crazy and just tell us what happened <laughs> it's like i was trying to tell you what happened but you don't want to hear it he actually got into uh ufos uh quite a lot after that episode from what i gathered he you know he's done things on the side you know and they still continue he's to cheating on his ghost people <laughs> <laughs> but it's true it's true and it's just like um Nessie too. They're, inter they're interdimensional, you know, that's what I hear a lot, that there are a lot of the the, the extraterrestrial um, beings that are interdimensional. And so, you know, the angelic energies are interdimensional. The ascendant master energy is interdimensional. So a lot of times when you're in a conversation with a, a spirit, you may be talking to an interdimensional being 
And having said that, you could be talking to an ET, right? Yeah. I mean, we do it too with, 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 you know, we do it too with, with, when, when I first heard of uh, Nessie, uh, oh, yeah. I, I thought that, I was, that yeah, that that one's still. I, I still got a lot of work to do with with that one. You know, with with the credibility of that one. I mean, I I I totally believe that there could be a prehistoric animal that survived somehow over there, somehow, some way. Um, but yeah, when I first heard about but Bigfoot uh, in my experiencer groups, you know, there's it's kind of a mixed bag. You know, you, you get people that uh, think they're one of the one and the same Bigfoot and and aliens, UFOs. Uh, you have people that have experienced UFOs and aliens and Sasquatches, like at Mount Diablo here in California. Um, I started looking at Sasquatch a little bit more serious. And look, we look what we do. We, you know, our what is it? I don't know if it's cognitive dissonance, you know, the the games that we play in our head to convince ourselves of these things. Um, but yeah, just because we experience a couple things, and and we don't experience some of these. We we do it. We do it to ourselves too. We don't give it enough credit, and, and and you know. Well, that's really cool and really interesting. You know what I was thinking? This is kind of funny. Um, I'm getting my age away. We're we're like close to each other in age. When I was a little girl, I was in love with Lee Majors, and I used to watch The Six Million Dollar Man. And there was a series of episodes. Um, it was like three or four episode um yes. series where it was. The aliens in Andre the Giant was Sasquatch. Remember that? Yep. And they had this big climax where the six million dollar man and the bionic woman and Sasquatch had to do this thing. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> to engage with the aliens. 1970 blah, right? Oh my god. They gosh. were telling us these stories. Yeah. In 1970 blah. And it's not the only thing, as I'm sitting here with a Wonder Woman had an episode series where she, like three or four, where she engaged with the aliens and the man from Atlantis, Patrick Duffy, remember the man from Atlantis? Yeah, I, I know I totally gave my age away to anybody that's <laughs> listening, but that's what we, television was all about paranormal when we were kids. We had In Search Of, The Unexplained, they just, re, they're redoing it with William Shatner right now, but we had The Unexplained back then. And then as the, we get into the 80s and 90s, um Ray unsolved it we had all of this stuff and we were we kind of they were just kind of sliding little cookies across the table they were just mentioning it and then just little throw little stuff at it and then ancient aliens started some years ago when ancient aliens started it opened up the door and gave legitimacy to all of this paranormal talk. And I get in these hot debates with people that are interested in different things because, oh no, what about this show? What about this show? I point to ancient aliens as the beginning. And if you go back to season one, it doesn't even look the same because it was literally season one is people who everybody thought was crazy talking about ancient aliens and kind of trying not to get too complicated. Now it is so um, powerful a production and they talk about everything. They talk about ghosts. They talk about aliens. They talk about everything. And now you can look on the um, on your viewer, on your guide and your cable, and almost every day find a paranormal show. Almost every day. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is the most interesting thing in my, in my life. I mean, it, uh, <laughs> it really is. I think about it every day. <laughs> <laughs> every day yeah. like, oh my God. i love it 
we got to get you involved in some stuff. So I mean, life just can get so redundant, you know, and sometimes when you get stressed out at work and, you know, it's just nice to reflect on, on some of the things that you know are real. And Oh, I like how you said that. Yeah. I like how you said that because it is real for you. And I think that that's the thing to remember. And so, you know, like I said, I'm not being harsh. Um, I have a lot of respect for anyone that stands in public with the, with the vision and the dream and is, and is doing that. I just wish everybody well, because, you know, there are some things that are dangerous, but um, explorers are always risking their lives. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> and that's what they are. They're explorers. And so, you know, I agree with you. You know, if I could do this every day, um, it would be different. But, you know, we don't get to do this every day. We don't get to sit down for four hours and just talk to our friends that are into cool stuff and just sit and talk about stuff and watch stuff on TV. We don't get to do that um, because we have to be normies. We have to go to work, we have to pay our bills, we got to send our kids to school, we got to do all the things. And nobody wants you to go to the PTA meeting and say, hey, this is Mike, I'm that guy's father. Uh, I just want to let you know about these really cool experiences. Like, nobody wants to hear all of that stuff, right? You have to right. find the right people to talk to. So these groups, they serve a purpose. They serve a purpose. So we want the groups. We want all of the groups to exist. Um, I just would like to see, so you told me about CE5, you called it. You know, I hope that before somebody else decides to do it, that they would hook up with and, and understand the the process and and knowing how to do the right. You know what I mean? That's kind of yeah. what I'm saying. Because there's a ton of people, they see the cool stuff. And I have a couple of websites that I know of. You can go and just buy yourself some equipment. And I don't even know if that stuff is real. It's just like a box that makes some noise. And, you know, I personally just engage because I'm connected um, so I don't know the validity of, of these things. So I, it's almost like, I wish they would have a class. Mm. Um, I'm going to say my favorite non-popular statement. I don't have a problem with guns. I just people wish people would learn how to use them. Yep, exactly. And, and it's the same thing for me. You know, what you just made me think of is, is colleges and universities now offer opportunities to study and conduct research mm -hmm. in the, in the parapsychology. So Ever since the Pentagon came out and told us through the Television that this okay, it's real. What 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 what, what did you call it? The what? The tele what? Tele Television. <laughs> I have an I have an accent. I'm from South Hayward. Uh, Television. <laughs> <laughs> tele Television. The zip, the, the zip code. Telling a lie. <laughs> yeah, the zip codes E I E I O. E-I-E-I-O, that's the shenanigans of, of, of false information. And, and we hear a lot about fake news and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, we live in a society where we've been getting fake news all our lives. It's like right. the, 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 the organizations that subjugate us, they don't lead us, the organizations that subjugate us give us just what they think we need to know. You know, and I was in the military. I'm very familiar with that phrase. Uh, this is on a need to know basis. basis you know, and yes. That's a need to know basis. You know, and that, that's a whole. I could tell you know, more, but I'd have to kill you. Okay. okay. I could tell you more. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you can't hide stuff from me. I'm a I'm a citizen, 
And now with the internet, you know, when we were kids, we had to go to the library and, and actual read stuff. You got Google now that you have your, the world at your fingertips. They can't hide stuff from us. And when you hide stuff from us, bad things happen. It's just like this illness I'm recovering from. Nobody ever told me. They don't want to tell you that. Just take your shot, man. Just take it. And then, and here I am. And how many people are suffering like that? Because you guys just won't have an open conversation. It's not your fault. I may still have done it. It's only 3% of the population. If you just tell me that and I take my risks, and you know, I take my risks, but you know, they don't have to lie to us. Of course, we know there are UFOs. We're looking at them every day. Well, um, I'm going to let you respond to, to my, my rant. Whoa. I don't, <laughs> you don't have a rant to respond. I don't to have rant. a re-rant for that. You don't have a re-rant, but it's true. You know, the, the, I saw the footage, um, the first piece of footage when they did their first release, the Air Force did the first release and it was the, the pilot oh, okay. and it had that gyroscopic, um, looking at the little flying saucer yeah. flying around. And, um, I remember I was watching it, um, with some friends and they were all kind of skeptical. Even they were like, the pilot doesn't know what it is. If the pilot who's up there flying around doesn't know what it is, who are we to, you know, who are we to question? How much stuff do they see every day? Falling satellites, rocks flying around, weird looking birds. How much stuff do they see every day? Right? And they, they don't either... know what it is. Right. And if they if they want to find out what it is, they may get a little interested. And then they have this conversation with them. They're like, hey, look, do you want to be a pilot or do you want to be a, a UFO, UFO investigator? I don't pick, go pick work one. at UPS and take your benefits away. Right. Yeah, right. And it's 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 a tough choice. And the, the brave men and women in the military who have come out and like, that's what I saw. And um, which one was it? Um, was it. Um, which astronaut was it that came out from the Mercury astronauts? I can't remember now. Do you remember which one it was that was that came out and said that they that they saw UFOs on the on the yeah on the edge of the crater? Yes. Ed, it's, uh, see, Edgar Mitchell. Oh gosh, I'm gonna look it up. You keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't stand my life because I want to know. I can't because I know it wasn't Gus Grissom because Gus Grissom. Um, you know, didn't make it through. Um, but there, but how long ago was that? 50 years ago? Yeah. So how, um, that's how long, that's how long we've been dealing with that. That's how long we've been dealing with this conversation, this, this secretive conversation. Right. I mean, I, we've even heard audio uh, that, that, you know, of course there's, which we should have plenty of trust issues with with stuff that we you know are are being fed but you know there's even audio uh, that you can hear of these astronauts you know like oh my gosh what is that you know and it's just like is that gordo, really? gordo cooper gordo cooper cooper yeah ah okay cooper yes and that's right and he he lived a really long life and at the end of his life, I think he was one of those that was really starting to talk a little bit more about that. that yeah, cute, I, I believe right. I believe that our astronauts went to the moon. I know there's a, a, a large wave of people that believe it was faked. 
I believe that our astronauts went to the moon and I believe that, they, that some of them saw something up there um, because I believe that um, whatever these beings are that are out there watching us, I believe that they're based somewhere at the moon. I believe that some of them are based underwater too here on earth. That's just me. You know more about this stuff than I yes. do. Yes. <laughs> He's uh, like, yes. That's me too. No, that's me too. That water, man, I'm telling you, you know, we're worried about all the stuff that we can find out there. Good luck trying to find three quarters of what we have down here. You know, we that's a have, great place to be. We have no idea what's down there. Oh. How, and the pressure how, is, you know, there's a lot of commonalities between space and water, you know? Yes, there is. It's interesting that you say that um, because, you know, I had this fun debate with someone where they're like, how can you believe that they're underwater? And my response is a simple one. If these beings could travel interstellar space and get here, they could probably go underwater. I'm yeah. just saying. Right. <laughs> they saying. might have some kind of technology that removes the friction ahead of the object where it's oh, not wow. even it's yeah. not even a thing anymore we're still thinking yeah. we're still thinking 3d we're stuck here that's right no you're absolutely right we're thinking through the filters of our existence and if you look at it through the filter of your existence and that could be said about the the ghost to everything if you're looking yeah. at it through the filter of your existence it's hard for you to really perceive and understand what's actually happening. So like with ghosts, there's, there's categories, just like there are categories of, of, of the, UF, the UFO um, experience, there's categories in the ghost experience. And whether it's a, you know, a physical, the, the apparition, yeah. you know, all these different yeah. things. And there is a school of thought, um, which I am one of them, that we've got this um, interdimensional concept where it's like one number one it could be a memory right so it's like yeah. maybe uh, you get them a lot in in places where violence happened let's say you go to a civil war space where the there's the the presence of what happened they're not actually their souls it's just like a projection of this the energy so into the residual energy so you're seeing they don't see you they don't interact with you they're just doing their thing and it's like Christmas Carol when he goes and he just sees the people and they don't see him in the, in the, in the past because, you know, they're still in their space that they're in. And those yeah. aren't going to engage with you. They're not going to talk to you. They're not going to do anything. But it's an interesting thing to see because you can find out so much and about what happens and what's, what's there. And then there's the hauntings. And those are the ones that can get scary because if something happened and this person terrible things happen to them or they did terrible things or there's angry then they're just going to stay there because they've got an attachment to this place right and you don't know why they've got attachment to the place that's why you gotta research when you go buy a house <laughs> you know yeah. you know what really intrigues me about uh hauntings is and you see it over and over again there's always this one overwhelming spirit right that that yeah. seems to keep everybody gathered in or quiet and to me, it just seems like a dream state, you know, where in your dream, you're like lackadaisical, you know, kind of like, whoa, okay, I guess this, I guess that. But you would never allow, although people do, and it's sad, you know, like abusive relationships and things like that, where, you know, you do have 
uh, an evil person or bad energy that 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 uh, affects your life. But I mean, I guess it doesn't stop there. I mean, I guess these these jerks, you know, these punk friends, they 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 passed over and they continue being a uh, well mean. I love you know. I love that. Um, I'm going to be using that now. My my punk friends. Um, you know, some people are just not nice people, you know, like you, you think of, um, you know, what's his name? The, uh, hillside strangler, you know, people, some people are just mean, not nice people. And in the ideal scenario, because, you know, if you believe in the past lives and in all, all the stuff that, that life is fluid and it never ends, it's just the transition from one state to another state then we go into um we pass on and then we kind of wake up and we look, look at what we did and we gotta process it and then we go to the next life or or whatever but sometimes people forget because they're so either a caught up in the energy that they that they created or b the the posse and the spirit you know the the senate masters the christ whatever you want to call it is like yeah you're gonna stay here for a while you did some terrible things right and right all that stuff is happening outside of us and um i like to say that i don't like i don't like to say anybody's wrong because we all have our own opinions and they're communicating to us in the way that's comfortable for us so you might call it jibbity witch and i might call it flippity gib but they're the same thing yeah. right and when someone like uh richard ramirez i think was his name um, like that, who did terrible things, he does have a price to pay for that. And if he doesn't want to pay the price, he might just stay in the house over there. And when you go Absolutely. there, you go there, there he is <laughs> to deal with him. And um, he loves back company, in the so. day, he loves company. And back in the day, you know what? You know what would be cool to me? I think I just realized as I'm talking about it, what I would um, be more... I would like to see happen more if they go there and they have their little program and at the end they bring somebody in to clear the space and release the spirit that would be great instead of just walking away do you know what i mean and yeah I and, and that doesn't even have to be part of the show that we see it, no, we don't it would have just to be see nice to see that yeah. they mention that or, or let us know that that does yeah. That does happen. And that would help a lot of people from going out and making all these mistakes and learning, learning the hard way, you know, bringing stuff home to their, their family. Oh my God. That's my, my you know, worst nightmare. Um, you taught me. I saw, you, I taught you something. I want to you taught, I taught. Oh, you taught me a lot of things. <laughs> but when uh, my son got me a ghost box for my birthday, I, I was telling that. you that, uh, you know, I was using it and stuff and, and I've got, and I got a few things and I, 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 I didn't even think along those lines because it wasn't in the Ouija board, you know, it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't to me, it was just, a, you know, they, these are modern little ghost boxes. And, and, and you let me know that, hey, you're opening up the door, just, you, you know, just create that space, in your sacred right? space. Yeah, you just got to right. create that space. And I, I'm, I'm not telling anybody not to do it. But I have opinions about a Ouija board. That's a whole nother conversation. I'm not telling anybody not to do it. Just got to create that space, man. You can't just turn it on, you know, drink your espresso and just like, woo, you got to, you got to make sure that whatever comes is only things 
that are not going to harm. And if something does come, that it's not allowed and go away. You have to create that space. And if you don't know how to create that space, then have somebody create it for you. You can have somebody bless the box. Do you know what I mean? You can create that space or have somebody create that space. But you've got a lot of power. You can totally create that space yourself. You. Yeah, and, and, and I just had a flash on the whole CE5. What if what if you, you know, you're meditating and you've got all these great intentions, but they're not all good, you know, just like us, you know? They're not. Um, I, I, you know, man. and someone might want to take advantage of that. You know, uh, that's another reason why I think it would be more, you know, pure <laughs> uh, for them to, come, you know, if they got something to tell me, they're going to let me know one way or another. You know, rather, whether they're, they're angels, demons, aliens, UFOs, ghosts, you know, I, I have a strong feeling it's it's uh it's a matter of science it's just you know and science isn't allowing us you know in all the way in the door all the way you know there's going to be people that are going to argue to the end of time yep they call yeah pseudoscience that's right call what we do pseudoscience because it's play science and although there are the foundations of science in it right they don't want to acknowledge it so they call it pseudoscience and we have to they would bear have to titles. change everything we have to call ourselves metaphysicians and ufologists and things like that we can't be explorers like the guy what is the difference and in terms of the i'm doing air quotes the craziness of the guys that are standing on top of the mountain meditating trying to contact aliens and the dude that tries to climb the matterhorn all by himself in the middle of winter what's the difference the only that they're explorers and the guys over here on the mountain meditating are just exploring a new territory right and so you know i i watch you know what else i watch i watch shark week too and you see people doing crazy things with sharks <laughs> like why are you sticking your hand in that shark you know like why, why are you swimming with those yeah, you, sharks? you knew it was a shark but they're exploring <laughs> and sometimes explorers sometimes explorers uh pay the ultimate price um whether you're exploring volcanoes a famous couple that that were volcano scientists when i was a little girl they died because they got too close to a volcano and i was kind of into oh, geology gosh. i was really sad but that's that's the price we pay are the space shovels that explode the, the explorers yeah. are never afraid because they know that there's a price and the first guy that said he wanted to fly an airplane, he probably, they probably looked at him the same way they look at the guy that wants to go search out Sasquatch. Right? Yep, absolutely. Yep. So, you know, I think that I say cheers. I have my cup. I say cheers to the explorers. Cheers because, to the explorers. Because without them, we wouldn't learn anything. And I remember watching the, the NASA did this really cool program years ago where they were honoring the um, influence of Star Trek to science and technology. And so they had this big kind of like a gala, like the Oscars, and they were the first black female astronaut was there and she gave up, they gave her some kind of a award and she stood there and, and acknowledged Nichelle Nichols as her inspiration to getting into science and becoming an astronaut, right? 
And so now we've got these guys on TV. We got the ghost hunters. We got the Sasquatch hunters. We didn't even talk about those guys are out there too. And they're like screaming and yelling. And I watched that show with my husband because he likes Sasquatch. And when those shows come on, we watch them and they're scarier than anything I've seen because they get out in the middle of the forest at night and they got nothing but like a ham radio and a flashlight. And they're looking for Sasquatch, who's basically a gigantic <laughs> hominid. Yeah. It looks like grizzly bear. You don't know what this thing is going to do to you if you find it. But they're determined. We have to find Sasquatch. We know it's there. We have to prove that he exists. Come hella high water. They're explorers. Right? Yeah. For sure. So, I don't know. Yep. I think I've changed my mind. now. I, I, my, I argued myself and I've changed my mind. <laughs> I've 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 <laughs> I've given the ghost hunters the reprieve because because they're explorers. They they just I just hope that they're taking care of themselves. Yeah, I I think they've brought uh, each one of them brought brought plenty of stuff home and and uh, they they learned the hard way and they're a little bit more careful now. And there's some places that they will not return. You know, I I, I noticed that I noticed Bobby Mackey's things like that. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, Paranormal Overload is that what it's called? The sh the show where they go and they they go in these weird places and they stay overnight and it's like bad things happen. They do it on purpose and they run around challenging. Those are the only people I can't watch that show because it, not because I'm scared because I'm just I I'm just uncomfortable with with yeah the, with they're, they're basically going around dis disrespecting people. I mean they're they're, they're people shaking the cage the lion yeah is well, in. what do you expect yeah. <laughs> They throw rocks. You went walking the down the street. Yeah, right, Angel. I can picture you walking down the street. I'm talking to you. <laughs> oh, you're fired. Yeah, yeah. Get out of my face. I mean, not, you know, yeah. not many people are gonna but, like you. No, and it it it's now in in spirit energy is powerful, but you know what makes it powerful is that we it's the unknown. We can't see it. If somebody throws a rock at you, you can either move out of the way or you can throw a rock back at them. But when it's spirit, right. you know, something touched you and you can't see it, and the icy fingers or the voice, the disembodied voice, all that stuff is the unknown. So it's, it, it oh, heightens man. the scare. The, and a lot of times- The scratching. Ooh, oh, gosh, God. yeah. Uh, the scratching and, and your clothes- and, 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 I'm sorry. You hear it all the time when people, you know, claim that they were scratched. They they always say, "And my clothes are not even, you know, they're not even torn or anything. It's under my clothes. How did that happen? <laughs> Just how did the UFO go into the water? <laughs> it's well, not a thing. thing. When something is scratching you, it's attacking you, and you should leave. <laughs> Just, if you're being attacked, if something took a bite out of you, if you were swimming. And something bit you and you couldn't see it, you'd probably get out of the water. Right? If oh, you yeah. were like um, Eddie Murphy used to always say that, you know, if he goes in the house, he's making jokes of all the ghost movies, and he's like, in the house said, get out, he would get out. And oh, that's yeah. Probably, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not a good idea to engage with it unless you know the tools to engage with it. Because at the end of the day, they're attached to it but they're only disembodied energy. And there's tools to, to address disembodied energy. The darker it is, 
the more light you need. And if it's evil, you probably need like an exorcism or something. And you need to be open to that. Don't take that stuff on yourself if you don't know what you're doing, because you have no idea what you may be, you know, taking on. Just like I, I'm very comfortable with my connection to, you know, this, this, this part of the paranormal conversation. If I was walking down the street by like a forest park and I saw a UFO land, I probably wouldn't go in there and say, hey, man, what's up? Because I don't think I'd be comfortable. But what happened if the doors open, the little guys came out, what am I going to do? Because I'm not in that space. I'm not comfortable enough with that space. But there's a lot of people in the UFOs that would do that, but wouldn't go into a haunted house. Do you know what I mean? So it depends on what you're comfortable with. Right. Yeah. Some people compare jumping out of a plane to stand up. And, and I didn't believe it until I tried it. Stand up until I tried stand up anyway. <laughs> Which one did you do? Jump out of plane? I mean, just tell me. You know? <laughs> I can't remember. It was so similar. But yeah, no, it was stand up. No, you know, anything where you have to expose yourself to your, mm-hmm. to your deepest fears is going to be like jumping out of an airplane then that's the only way i can explain it i have i wouldn't call it jumped i was literally i was in the military i was like pushed up <laughs> I didn't get <laughs> and um i survived and i was like yeah i survived but i'm probably not gonna do that again unless i had to like the plane was exploding or something because it's scary as hell and the, le- the first thing in your mind is oh god please let my parachute open that's the first thing in your mind when you're standing on a stage, um, whatever that stage is, whether you're giving a talk, whether you're doing comedy, whether you're singing, and I sang for, for years, there's no parachute, man. It's just you and the hope that your pipes are gonna work or that your jokes are gonna land, it's just you. And when yeah. you conquer that fear, you tend to be more curious and more brave about other stuff because that's right. the worst thing you got. It's like yeah. in your mind, you're like, well, I got up on stage. I did that thing. I guess I could go over here and do this because not everybody yeah. can do that. Right. That That's really powerful. How long ago was that? You told me that story. That was really oh, cool. Oh, man. Um, wow. That's like 12 years ago now. That was, uh, see, that's the thing, you know, I'm, I was always a class clown and, and, and that was, that was, that, that didn't really work towards, you know, work for me when I'm trying to explain what I experienced. <laughs> but it does now that you're, you've got control over it because there's nothing more interesting about an uncomfortable conversation than having it come to the filter of humor. You disarm people with humor. You disarm Wow. Them. And so if you go in like, hello, Mike, and these are the things that happened to me, I'm going to be very serious about this. <laughs> this is a very serious. <laughs> no, if you do that, people are like, going to be scared, or they're going to think you're weird, or they're going to be like, yawn, I'm going to go watch the other guy that's talking about Sasquatch in the other room. Yeah. But if you come in disarming right. them, they'll listen to you, and it's fun to have a conversation. Now they'll start asking you questions. I use jokes all the time to disarm yeah. Um, because a lot of the topics are heavy, you know, people are like, oh, can I talk to my, my dead grandma? And that's a heavy question. It's not so simple to talk to your dead loved ones. Cause sometimes they're not supposed to come and you can't, uh-huh. you don't, oh, she'll want to talk to you. Like, you know, you don't, <laughs> it's not that. It's not oh. much they got stuff they got to do. 
And so how you enter those conversations, I use humor all the time. And then when it lands, I'm like, oh, I get it. I'm like, so what I'll do is I'll work on that some more for you. Is there anybody else you want to talk to today? You know what I mean? So, you know, you should tap uh-huh. in more and know that that's your, that's your um, security. That's your parachute. Your humor is your parachute. And you've got yeah, a I... lot of heavy stuff to talk about, man. <laughs> so Yeah, I better I have keep... a sense of humor. Yeah, you got to let me <laughs> We just had this this hour conversation about all kinds of stuff that we don't get to talk about. You know, we talk about aliens on the uh, water and Sasquatch and ghosts and demons and Richard Ramirez. Helen, what did you country. do to your hair? <laughs> you like it? It's Amber Sunrise. <laughs> so it, and it's, I love that we're able to talk about this now. I guess that's the other thing I want to acknowledges that's so cool and refreshing to be able to talk about this in in a in a community Mm -hmm. where now we can talk about the paranormal and the parapsychology and before it was like as soon as you open your mouth oh you're that weird guy go stand over there on the side of the the weird side of the room and you know go do that and now you can talk about it and so that's why we started the show was so that we could talk about it and Mm -hmm. let people give people the opportunity to respond and ask questions and all this kind of stuff. And I do have a question that was sent to us. So I'll pull it up real quick. Give me a moment. This is a cool one because this is Katie and she's from Canada. And I'm like, Katie from Canada. It sounds like a rap, um, a rap name. Katie asks, Katie asks, would you, do you have a recommendation? She's telling a story about how she sees lights in the sky. Do you have a recommendation on whether or not I should? And then if I should, how I can try to communicate with the, with the lights in the sky. I'm going to leave that one to you because that's your area of expertise. Okay. Yeah. I, I would say stick with your initial gut feeling on that. Trust your trust your your emotions trust your feelings if if you're scared you know here's the thing these these beings are so intelligent that they know this they know this that's why you know when they approach us as children that they're real tactful about it and their screen memories and and then they'll 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 appear to you in different ways uh that if you, if you just trust your trust your gut and uh I would just go with it because it's gotten you this far, Katie. You know what I mean? And, I like that. And, I and, like that. and if you're at a space right now where, where you're, you know, you have this on the table, that's, I would embrace it. How can, unless, how unless can you're proven wrong. How can she do it? What do you expect she to stand out? And, okay. Um, yeah. I, 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 I agree it? with the meditative. It's cerebral. It's, it's thoughts. Um, the, when during my experience, when I when I was up looking at it, I had thoughts in my mind, and they answered. They 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 listened. They they knew what I was thinking, um, in their responses to my thoughts. Their actions told me that they understand. They can hear me. Telepathy is something. It's like the universal language of the cosmos. You don't necessarily need to be staring at somebody's eyes, although. You know, I really thought that that's what it was all about. You don't have to be 
staring at anyone's eyes. Uh, these 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 beings got it figured out. It, it's highly, highly, highly advanced. They're so advanced that we worship them, basically. That was good, man. That was really good. I, I like that. And in, in what you what you made me think about was, you know, because I meditate sometimes two, three times every day. I do my morning meditation to ground myself. I do my evening meditation to release. And if I'm working with clients, then I have to prepare myself for whatever is happening, you know, with the clients and, you know, clear my space and all that kind of stuff. And that's what keeps me focused. And that's what keeps me grounded. And through that, I'm able to get clarity and I'm able to get messages. And so you're saying the same thing. If you sit in calm contemplation is what I call it, quiet contemplation, then they can communicate with you because if if I'm understanding what you're saying, that's what they want is that they're trying to communicate to us. Is that is that what, is that your belief? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're not just you know going around so we can tell these stories to our friends you know the rest of our lives. There there is a message. One of my great friends taught me that too. What's the message? Yes. What's so the message? there's got to be a message in there somewhere. They went well out okay. of their way. To do this, I don't think they just stopped off at the uh, the stand for some jujubes. You know, it was a it was cool, calculated jujubes. If you see one, you were meant to see one. If they didn't yeah, want you to see it, they you wouldn't they see it. See, I'm, that's where I was going. It's like when we see them, they've come all this way, and we didn't get them on radar. We can't see them, so it's like. <laughs> with, with with the exception of like a crash where something goes wrong and they crash, if you're looking at them, it's because they want you to look at them, right? So there is a message, there's a purpose to it, right? Right. And so it's like, now I think that's why a lot of people that experience this are looking for the reason and they end up, you know, chasing the 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 reasons, like, why is this? What's the message? which is part of the, the explorer mindset. You're trying to find yes. what's on the other side of the hill. You're trying to figure out, is the world flat? Right. Or is it, if I go out there, I'm going to fall off and the serpents are going to eat me or is it really round? Yeah, right. That's cool, I love that. Did, did, did Roswell, was that an accident or was it a was cool, it? Oh, calculated, it? you know, and, 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 and if there was a being that didn't make it, you know, is he looked at on another side somewhere as a Jesus that died for, you know, I mean, you know, in another I, no, sense. No, no, that's so, so what you said, don't dismiss it. Cause that's a really cool concept that somewhere in their, in their, in their reality, they had made a choice that for whatever reason, we're going to crash land and we need a volunteer that's right. going to be one that crash lands. And you're probably not going to make it back. Because right. this is a primitive life form. And, you know, if you survive the crash, you're probably not going to survive what they do to you. Right. Who wants to do it? And Joe raises his hand. I'll do it, sir. And when he goes, he's honored as a hero. And he's remembered yep. to this day, to this day as the guy that came to Roswell. Right. But we still didn't get the message <laughs> because the oppressors. It opened up. Well, they, yeah. They yeah. The information away from us. And so now, you know. We are, they're finding new ways to communicate to us. And it's opening. When the president of the United States said, okay, I'm going to release some videos. Yeah. <laughs> UFOs, UFOs exist. 
That was a powerful statement. I'm waiting for them to land because I keep being told that somewhere in the next year or two or three that they're going to land and communicate with us. That's what everybody tells me that's connected to, that I have friends that are deep in both sides of it, where they're metaphysical mediums that are into UFOs because they're part of the conversation. And so they've been told and communicated what's happening. And one of my friends up in Oregon, she's very powerful. And she says, they're gonna land, they're gonna land on the White House lawn. That's what she said. So I'm waiting for that. I don't know what's you know, gonna happen. When I, when I was uh, deep into uh, one of these awakenings, uh, I was convinced that there was gonna be, just like you said, it was gonna be an all out, here we are, no more bang, banging around the bush. Uh, there's, and I was even told uh, about checkpoints and that uh, the experiencers, a lot of these experiencers are going to be hosting certain checkpoints to where a lot of the people that are not used to this phenomenon, the people that have been living under a rock all these, these last few years that just haven't quite come to grips to, to the phenomenon that, that's so real, um, there's help for them. There's help for them. You know, there's going to be help for the experiencers, the traumatic experiences. There's good, there's bad. Either way, it is a, a form of a level of, of, of trauma. Um, and we don't get that yet. We don't get P PTSD. You know, um, we don't, you know, I had a rough physical life. Uh, uh, I, I should have P P PTS for other things. PTSD, Not, yes. yeah, thank you. I, I butcher everything. Did. <laughs> and, and okay. you know, it, somehow I made it out of that without needing any help, uh, for the most part, anyway. Um, but yeah, it, it, as an experiencer uh, with the UFO phenomenon, we're, we're not there yet. And, and I, I think there's going to be a point where we're, we're all going to get the help that we need and uh, maybe learn a little bit more about yeah. ourselves. You know, it's it's the same with all of the this, this paranormal experience, you know, it, it's, if you're out camping with your son and then you have a Sasquatch experience and now that's your life is about this experience. If you stayed the night in a, in a bed, bed, uh, bed and breakfast in New Orleans and you had a weird ghost experience, mm -hmm. if you had a UFO experience, like what you're talking about, um, I think all of us that have had these experience have this little nut of PTSD within us because you can't talk about it openly like you'd like to talk about it because nobody wants to hear about it. They want to tell you all their business, but all they want to talk about is right. road work on the main street and how traffic was disrupted on the freeway because there was a crash or the stock market did this right. or whatever, whatever, but they want to have this conversation. Right. And for me, it's a more powerful conversation. Now, first of all, it's fun because you yes. get to talk about something that's different and interesting and you're releasing it off of your heart because it just sits there and because you can't talk to anybody about it. And then, you know, when you tell somebody an experience, it's almost like admitting a deep dark secret is like, you know, and by the way, you know, yeah, uh, you know, like I killed somebody. I know that sounds crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's, and it, and it's, <laughs> it's, it, it, it is traumatic. And there's so many things that you can do. I love that a lot of the, um, 
energy around the UFO experience. There's people who are doing the, the hypnosis to help help them with that. Um, and, you know, right. we're doing the same thing with past life regressions. I do hypnosis and, and meditations with my clients to help them wow. release stuff. But it's it's the same in in it's very traumatic. But there is a solution. The solution is you got to talk about it. That's the whole reason we started the show. You have to talk about it. And if you don't have, um, if you don't have access to somebody to talk to about it, then seek out somebody to talk about. There's so many groups out there. There's so many groups. And that is so big in the world that, you know, that we're standing in right now is, is these groups. So you know, where else are you going to, you know, gather up a couple hundred friends, you know, out here and, and just get together for a pizza somewhere, you know, that's not going to happen, Captain. No, it's you not going to happen, Captain. But it will, okay. but it will, it will on the internet from here to, you know, Australia. I'm Absolutely. sure there's some other people out there that are just as passionate and have experienced Absolutely. something somewhat similar. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, the, the things that I would suggest for you, if you're sitting at home listening to this or in your car and you're like, I've had this experience or I've, I've, I've got questions or I'm, I'm curious, is number one, find the events in your area. There's so many, every weekend somewhere, somebody's having some sort of a paranormal expo, whether it's UFOs or it's, you know, psychic fair, you know, go, go find the events because other than the fact that they're fun, these events are fun. They're conventions, they have cool stuff to buy, they got all kinds of cool stuff going on, but you're meeting like-minded people. And you may meet people that live in your community. And next thing you know, you're you're part of a group, right? So yeah. go to the events. The second thing would be find places, go Google. There are meetups, there are things where people, you know, like you said, they're just getting on getting together virtually because that's who we are now and we've gotten comfortable with it. Right. And you have access to so much more because you have the, the virtual process. And then two, the podcasts, mm-hmm. paranormal podcasts like this are all over the place. It gives you an opportunity to know, know that you are not wrong. You are not abnormal. You are not crazy. You're just another person who's experienced something extraordinary. So how about stepping out and becoming an explorer? That's my invitation. That's my call to action. Be an explorer. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. (laughs) (laughs) And once again, I say this every week, people are going to get sick of me saying this time flies when you're having fun or the hour went by really fast and it was really a pleasure. It's always a lot of fun chatting with you. Um, I want to invite people to continue to send us their messages, um, their questions even their experiences that we could talk about what their stories are as we, as we go through this stuff and suggestions on things you'd like us to talk about, because Mike and I are always just, we could sit here all day and just talk about just about anything, but we're also trying to create a conversation, some kind of process. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise yeah. we just show up. We're like, Hey, Mike, yeah. how you doing? I'm fine. How you doing? We're just like talking and we want to, we want to make sure that we're touching on stuff you guys want to hear about. Any last thoughts for our for our listeners today, Mike? No, I think we covered it for today. Look at your, look at your notes. He's looking at his notes. <laughs> How did you know? Oh, look that's at right. Your There's, notes, a There's a camera. Oh, yeah. camera. Look at the look at the bullet points. Make sure we covered everything because I, I don't want to leave anything off the table. 
Did I looked at my notes too. Oh, I was just looking at some of the tools that they use, but that's okay. That's no big deal. You oh, know, the that. SLS, the, oh, yeah, the we talked about the ghost box. Yeah. Yeah. We covered it. You know what I really would love? I would be interested if, if anybody's out there that has products and, and really looking at them and understanding them and, you know, review, I, I'd be happy to review something. So maybe I'll uh, do a invitation to some of the places and see if they'd be interested in letting us try some of their stuff out in a in a nice environment that's safe and protective so we can see you know and we can talk about it Heck um yeah. because i he's like yeah you should see his face he's so excited Man, i just invited him i, I haven't call. done any of that stuff it's really cool stuff to do you know ghost hunting and and paranormal investigation can be cool i've never done it like like they do it on the tv i'm usually the medium people bring to to, to confirm contact and to do that stuff like you know i i see that there's a woman that's in pain and i'm usually that person so i don't have all the equipment because uh -huh. the 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 nerdy dudes have all the equipment and they won't let you touch their stuff <laughs> i probably wouldn't <laughs> it's expensive so, very expensive expensive stuff but you know you know this is this is an open invitation. You guys can reach me, reach Mike and I. Our contact information is there if you're interested in taking us up on the offer. And we are going hog wild on our podcast and there are some expenses. So we welcome donations. There's a click there. You can, you can donate anything. We'd appreciate any donation that you can give so that we can continue to bring you all this really cool stuff. Other than that, that's all I have to say. I'm going to go back to drinking my hot chocolate and watching Ghost Hunters because oh. of marathon is still Heck, on. ghost adventures thank you guys for tuning in this is angel signing out we're going to see you next next week i'm gonna throw all it right, back guys bye-bye love, right. love you guys love you peace out